Yo, yo. Welcome back to another afternoon, early, well, afternoon, morning, mid-morning edition. Morning. Dog. <laughs> I don't know that I've gotten any sleep, Mike. It's been uh, the last, you know, 24 hours-ish has yeah, been, yeah. Uh, has been yeah. actually this whole week, this whole month, now yeah. that I think about it, it's just been nuts. Yeah. So slow, 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 slow news cycle in pool these days, right? <laughs> I don't know why on earth I scheduled this on this day, knowing that we had Moscone announcements coming up. It completely just what's I what's com- bigger? What's bigger news, Mike? The Moscone Cup announcement or trying to fix pool? I don't know. I guess it just depends on who you ask, you know, so it depends on what part of the country you're in, what part of the world you're in. No doubt. Uh, I'm sure in Germany right now, Moscone is pretty big in Virginia. Moscone's pretty big. Yeah, big celebration in Rhone over today, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, without a doubt. Um, congratulations to Josh and and Wolford to making Team Europe and Team USA respectively. We'll have reaction and follow up with that. I'm still going to get SVB on the show. I know he's playing Sky Woodward right now. Um, some one pocket out there in Roanoke. So, so as soon as he's that, we're probably going to get him on. Um, Tyler Steyer will be coming on as well. It's, it's Nothing to get day. you in stroke for Moscone Cup better than a good one-packet tournament. Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let the arm loose, Mike. You know, let the chicken wing loose. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of who else we got on deck. Oh, Josh. Josh is coming on on, on Friday at noon Eastern. I'm going to post that graphic a little later on today. Nice. Um, so we're going to be stacked. And, of course, the news here, the guest that we have on, Mike, Aishan Singh, president of the WPA, um, I got to be honest with you, Mike. I'm 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 pretty surprised we're here today. Well, you know what? It's it's uh, it's good of them, and I, I applaud them for for coming on. Last time we got a little bit hostile, uh, but I think he knows in the end that you know we're all we're all trying to pull the rope in the same direction, but um, we've got different ideas on, on how that should be done and. You know, we're at a point in pool where we've had more going on than we have had in decades. And uh, that's usually when there tends to be a little um, turf protection and headbutting. So uh, let's see if, you know, if he can if he can help clarify some situations for us. And let's see if we can we can help, you know, get everybody to sing Kumbaya. We got a, a lot on the agenda today, a lot of questions to be asked, a lot of things we need clarification on. Um, follow, following the news um, from the General Assembly out there in Qatar, as you guys may or may not be aware, uh, starting, what is it, Mike, March 2nd, right? Uh, it's your yes. 4th, 2nd, 4th, somewhere around March, beginning of March. Um, any players not playing or playing in non-sanctioned WPA events will be uh, suspended, effective immediately. I think that also runs uh, at the tail end of the Predator World 10 Ball event going out there in Vegas as well. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to have tons of uh, things to discuss. I got to be honest with you, Mike. I I ain't studied this much or crammed this much. <laughs> or Since your driving this. test or what? <laughs> I bombed that thing. No, but it's important. And I think, you know, we all want resolution. We're hopeful to have more of a positive outcome this time around. You know, right. so um, and, and just have it be, you know, a healthier environment to have a discussion. And I, I if I if I was him, Mike, I probably wouldn't have came on after what happened last time. I'm just being honest with you, like between me and you. Well, you know, so, we, we've got to show them that we've grown up since then. Speak, <laughs> speak for yourself, Pinozo. But let's bring on <laughs> let's bring on the uh, the guest of the hour um, via South Africa. Aishan Singh, president of the WPA. Welcome back, Aishan. 
Thank you. <laughs> Excited? Yeah, I guess I should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> did you get did, did the board approve you coming on back on the show after after what happened last time? What were, what were some what were some of the words being used around there? Well, I, I don't think it was just from the board, but uh, probably just from family about, members, friends, <laughs> every every circle. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, look, I'm, the thing I got going for me is I'm still. Let's say new at this, and uh, I do think I do think that I have to try everything possible to to fix what we have, uh, because as you said, Mike, um, we're at our best time ever in the sport uh, in terms of events. So um, if you know if we lose this opportunity, I, I don't think we're going to get it again. Um, no, I don't true. think this turn is going to come around in, in in our generation. So or in our time, rather. So I think um, you know, whatever can be done, whatever, if however little it may be, uh, or big, that's uh, I'm willing to try. Well, let's let's start uh, October seventh in Qatar, General Assembly for the WPA, where the issue of uh, sanctioning players, the issue of unsanctioned events, was the big one on the table. Can you talk us through a little bit, give us a little, you know, take us inside the boardroom a little bit and tell us, you know, what was the discussion like? What were the main points? You know, were there, was there dissension at all? You know, dissenting votes, things like that. What were the arguments against what ended up being voted on? What, what can you tell us about that meeting since we weren't there? Um, <clears throat> what, what I can tell you is that uh, it, it took up, almost um, almost 80% of our time. Um, there were a lot of things that needed to be discussed. And uh, this particular topic, um, it, there, was, there was debates, there was talks. Um, each continent has its own challenges. So there was, uh, there was a lot of discussion, a lot of discussion uh, around this topic. And, um, and eventually uh, the decision had to be made um, we all knew nobody was looking forward to it, but there was, uh, from our perspective or the WPA perspective, um, there was no other choice that we were left with, uh, but to, to make the decision that we made as you, you've seen the press release. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, that was, um, I think it was a more than, more than six or seven hours later that that decision was made. It was done on October 7th. The press release went out the, uh, the next day uh, to all the members. Basically, what it states is that um, after 28th February, 1st March, uh, from that date onwards, any player playing in events not sanctioned that uh, qualify for sanctioning um, will basically be making a choice that they, they don't want to play in WPA events. Um, so. I think um, we spoke about that in our last podcast that I predicted yeah. uh, that kind of thing. What what I think is that, important. That went over well. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I, what I do think is important, maybe discussing what happens in the boardroom itself is not, in my opinion, as important as what I think I can tell you, is that I'm currently the president of the organization. So uh, 
I'm, I'm basically the head of the board and then we present to the General Assembly. So what transpired and what took place, I would say is largely led by me at this stage. I'm the one on the ground dealing with all the issues that we are facing that's coming through my board and I. And, uh, and so the decisions that took place um, should really uh, be focused on me um, because it's what we presented to the board. What I'm glad is that, that the General Assembly supported me uh, in finally voting in, in, in this direction. Uh, and they also, you know, as I said, didn't find any alternatives. Well, it was not a, it was not a, uh, a unanimous vote, correct? Uh, no, it's, it, it was not a unanimous vote. So what were the dissenting opinions? What were the alternative? You know, I know you don't want to, you, you want to talk about what was said and, and not what was not taken, you know, done, but uh, what were some of the, uh, the objections to what was being going, what was going to be voted on? It, it, it wasn't exactly objections. It, it, in fact, it was, uh, it's weird. It, 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 it's, it's more fair to say that the majority had a problem, uh, you know, with actually going this, this way, because we all knew the effects that it'll have on our individual continents or national mm -hmm. countries where we come from. Um, but there, there was no other way to fix the problem. And as you know, the, 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 the non-sanctioned events we're referring to uh, at this point in time is largely or almost all matchroom run events. Right. Um, and, and the people, um, our members initially questioned me, what did we do? You know, um, just making certain that we tried our best. You must understand it's so hard for some of us and the members to comprehend matchroom de matchroom's decision not to sanction their events with the WPA, something that they've done for so long. So we faced, I had to face questions like, hey, you're the president from 23, and only from 23, Matchroom chooses not to sanction anymore. What have I done? <laughs> That's your legacy. <laughs> yeah, so, so walk into that, and um, because they can't comprehend it. People, as you all know, you, those of you, Mike, you've been around long enough, longer than me, uh, Matchroom and WPA has had this long relationship, um, so so this uh, it's very 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 hard to for, to answer these people, um, and they wanted to know up to until what was our last attempt to you know to resolve that. And I did inform them that our last attempt was a week before the General Assembly uh, at the U.S. Open, and um, unfortunately, you know Matchroom. Uh, chose or said that they will not work with the WPA. So, so we had to make a decision. So that's what happened. The, 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 the people so, voted, I think almost everybody, even though they voted for this decision, I don't think everyone did it willingly, just that nobody was left with any, they couldn't present a, an alternative choice onto the table. We've heard that <clears throat> Matchroom reached out twice prior to the ban and stating that they're willing to recognize the WPA with no sanctioning fee, but haven't heard back, Aishan. Um, that's that's what I've gotten from from Matchroom. Uh, that on two separate occasions prior to the ban that they reached out, I, and I'm pretty sure that's including the uh, what you're referring to at the U.S. Open as being one of them. 
Oh, well, I, I wish that was true. Uh, you and I wouldn't be talking on this topic if that was. So, no, no, the, 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 um, our vice president attended. The, as I said, uh, we were told, bottom line, that Matram's not willing to work with the WPA. They don't mind working with the national federations directly, but they will not work with the WPA. If they want to work, we, we offered just about everything. I mentioned it before. Um, the sanction, the sanctioning, the word sanctioning was is what a, it's like a killer. You know, people think that's the poison, and most other people, like social media, says it's so that we can collect this money and fly around the world first class and all that kind of you know nonsense. But um, with Matchroom, and as you'll have heard and know that they already have one event sanctioned, the World Championship, and uh, and yes, they pay us a, a sanctioning fee for that. The other events to solve the problems, um, we'd offered uh, the CEO, you know, all kinds of solutions where money was not the, uh, not even the object. Like um, what? What kind of solutions? Um, where, where money was not the, not an object, where they didn't have to pay for it. Um, so so the, uh, Matchroom can be viewed as a client in, in total. So. Um, and that was done in Poland. Uh, my vice president and I spoke to to uh, Ms. Fraser, and um, and yeah, we, we said we can talk about the rest of the events, uh, just just to have it sanctioned. Uh, there were some issues around the rules, you know, of the game. We said already, Matrum's kind of setting the rules, so we as a world body are getting left second in terms of the rules. So that too is not worth fighting. Usually, when we sanction an event. You would need to follow the WPA rules, right? Um, but so you told them that they didn't you, have to you follow mean, your rules. As far as formally playing the game, right? Is that what you, is that what we're talking yeah, about? Nine on the spot, nine yeah. on the spot, that okay. type of thing. Okay. So did you tell them that they could play by their rules? Yeah. What we what I did tell them is we can we can we can change our rules. You, you, you know, if they are the main promoter for nine ball, it doesn't help WPA stick into a set of rules that the majority of the people are not playing by. So. Uh, in other words, that was on the table to fix so that uh, that was not going to be a deterrent. You know, we were trying to find what is stopping Matchroom from sanctioning with the WPA. What is what is your opinion on what that is? Right. My I have a, I have a personal opinion that has been. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it has come about uh, with all the interactions um, as as we are here, the 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 world, the players that have approached us, they, you know, they, they are broken about what potentially is going to happen next year. So when you start thinking, why wouldn't Matchroom sanction? Um, as you know, uh, that was mentioned before, they wanted to have the, the only ranking, the, the official world, WPA world ranking, nine ball ranking. It was something that, that they, they had asked and we, refused to give um and I, I thought well they have their ranking right now they have everything doesn't matter whether wp is uh, recognizing it or not what is the problem then and uh, yeah my guess my guess the only thing that's that is sanctioning versus not sanctioning is acknowledging who owns the sport if one wants to use the word own uh because matchroom is a company and uh, I've watched uh, Barry Hearn's interviews with where he said what he's done in snooker and what he's done with darts. 
and I believe they uh, they own the majority uh, interest in that as a company. And I think, in my opinion, that's what they were looking to do: own own Nineball. And as long as they sanction it with the WPA, it kind of says they don't own it, you know. So it can't increase the stock of the company, uh, uh, anything like that, because somebody else is is sanctioning it. So that's my my guess. Um, because other than that, like I said, I, I can't figure out why would we we going through this if, problem. If so, if they came today and said what I heard, they came to you today and said we're willing to recognize the WPA, no sanctioning fees. What would be the issue between from the WPA standpoint um, then? Um. I can, I can, as a president, I can quite clearly tell you that for the rest of the events, Matchroom as a client is is worth uh, what we have already. So we would, I would easily say no further sanctioning fee for the for the rest of the events. Uh, if that's the reason they're not, you know, they're not uh, they're not sanctioning. If it's the money, sure, if it's so the clearly, but, but but then what, it's what, not the money. Clearly, it's not the money. So, what what is it in in the you know you guys met in Poland and there was a contract on the table, correct? For for Matchroom and WPA to recognize Matchroom's nine ball ranking, there was a contract, yes, yes. correct? Okay, what in that contract specifically said or gave you the impression that they would gain ownership of the term nine ball and anything that goes along with nine ball from a marketing and sales standpoint. Um, well, uh, the one, the one, the one thing that I can clearly remember was the recognize recognition to the uh, uh, the nine ball ranking. I think it was called World Nine Ball Ranking, right? As being the only only nine ball ranking official ranking by for the WPA. So it was going to go into a website as the official and only uh, world nine ball ranking. In a way, to us, so we got to read deeper into that to get to the statement I made that in a way that that's referring to ownership. What would that what would that uh, if you agreed to that? How would that affect an event like the China Open, the Qatar Open, other other major nine ball events? It basically will give them no choice but to fall under the matchroom ranking. It would force them to enter that year. Is there a is there a downside to being part of the ranking? No. No, no. It's 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 not it's it's not about that. It just there's no need for the ownership. If I'm not sure, if, uh, I don't have any screenshots to show you. But prior yeah. to uh, prior to this year. The, the ranking on the WK website had the Metrum logo next next to the nine ball ranking. We gave them as much uh, as possible to show that you know they they're attached to the ranking. Um, just just not the you know not the owner not being the sole the sole authority for it. That's that was what right. it was. But we gave as much as we could. It was right up there. We had companies calling us to ask can they sponsor the other rankings 
you know, because they, the most popular page on the WPA website is the, the world rankings. <clears throat> okay. Um, this is a lot. Go, Mike. Lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, it obviously, Ishan, we all, you know, we're trying to sit here seeing if we can, you know, broker peace uh, to a certain extent, uh, because it just seems to anyone involved in this that, that the, the barriers to working together seem to be so small and almost insignificant that it's hard for us to wrap our head around it. So, um, you know, and then it gets very frustrating to think that as a result of that, you, the WPA felt that the only thing to do was punish players. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to say punish because, you know, no one else is suspending players. Nobody else is sanctioning players. Um, we'll get to, you know, your, your, um, continental federations in a minute because that's a whole different ball game. But you know what? Why can't this be solved? I just don't. It, we, it's hard for anybody who's you know in the chat, anybody listening to this, to follow. Okay, it's not about money. It has nothing to do with sanction fees. It has nothing to do with taking money from players. Uh, it has everything to do with ownership. Or I think ownership's a really bad word because nobody should own anything in the sport. So, you know, what Matrim owns is its, its tour, its event, its, its events, its productions. Um, and the federations, that's a whole different story. It's, it's hard for me to understand how in other sports, there are professional leagues that are for profit owned leagues. And they still are under a global national governing body. But that national governing body doesn't dictate to these leagues who they can make money from, who can play in the leagues, who can't come back and play at home, who can't represent their country in the Olympics, things like that. And I, I just don't understand why we can't get to that point with pool. And I think, Mike, uh, just firstly, you know, it, it's not not a decision to punish players. Uh, obviously, we, we, we had to put the ball it's in. It's the end result. It's the end result. Um, yeah yeah look and it may be interim it you know so we from our side we're hoping we're hoping that um uh, barry hearn said uh, his doors are, are open you know and uh, uh, our our last letter from not the last one but one one or two prior to the last uh, said that they'll review the situation you know so end of the year we're so close to the end now uh so i'm hoping that uh you know we've, that we've, there's going to be some talk or something can change or that they realize that this this is going to be a big you know it's going to be a big mess i, I really can't see any winners coming out of it um, no, in my opinion so so yeah so i, I thought i'll just let you you know uh, that from a it's not really that we made a decision to punish players uh it's everyone wants to rush to that conclusion because we are the wpa but coming back to all the other federations and the sporting codes that you talk about, you know that the um, I, I may be wrong here, but you know, like Barry, who refers to to snooker and darts, and um, uh, when I look at those disciplines, uh, to me, uh, they they fairly um, they fairly one one discipline sport, uh, one discipline game. 
Right. Um, I, I know there's various forms of snooker, but the 15 reds, what they play is, is about what the world knows. And same with the dots. And, and, but, you know, with pool um, around the world, and, and I'm, 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 I'm not sure what your, you know, how much your knowledge is about the sport around the whole world. But one thing about pool, we have, uh, we, we're worse than athletics, you know, at least athletics got 100 meters, 200 meters, 400 meters, then hurdles, high jump. And, uh, and it's like in that, you can't go and take out the 100 meters from athletics and build an international thing just around that, make one track just for that, try and fill a stadium in just for one thing. And that's what it kind of feels like with nine ball uh, at this point in time. The WPA has to look after uh, uh, pool disciplines around the world. We, we, we do have a lot. And, yeah, but they don't uh, have any interest in, in anything other than nine ball. You know, they're not, they're not coming to you guys and, and yeah, they're not coming and dictating how to, how to govern those other disciplines and promoters who may be putting on those events. They're just wanting to be able to do their nine ball events and not have any players affected otherwise for participating in those events. So, so that's what I said before they come in, you know, <clears throat> Matchroom as a company uh, has obviously, uh, you know, they, they were in the sport and then they came, uh, I would say came back into the sport. So, Everybody knows that that uh, we we were let's say pool was on the, on the rise. So at this point in time, uh, everybody who's getting in it, I'm happy that companies can come in and make money in their field. If Matchroom's a production company, that's what I knew they were. Uh, they 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 have all the massive uh, media rights or television deals and things like that. That's where they make their money. And I'm wishing they can make tons of money so they can throw a bit more towards the towards the towards the pool players, you know. We don't want to stop that and we are not stopping that. And our contracts give them one hundred percent of those rights. <clears throat> so we're not stopping that. We're talking about the disciplines that belong to the sport. Right. So we can't let someone come and take one of them I, away. I don't, uh, I don't disagree that, with that. That part is a problem. We I don't disagree you, with you, that in part because you know you've got you know, nine ball, you've got other events, you've got nine ball through all these national and continental federations, they develop, you know, nine ball, the Euro tour. Well, I think we'll probably switch to 10 ball, but, <laughs> but there's a lot of things, there's a lot of nine ball out there that's not in our purview. But what I just still can't get around is, is why isn't Matchroom looked at as a professional league that can be run separately than WPA federation structure? Right. Why can't it just be looked at as a league? Uh, and I, I don't want, you know, I don't like, I don't want to refer to WPA as, as governing amateur pool because it's not. It, it has pro, pro 10 ball, pro 8 ball. It has pro 9 ball events that are not a matchroom. I get all that. But this, the matchroom world 9 ball tour is a, it's a product of a promotion company trying to run one discipline because it's easier to market that way. It just, you know, it, it's got to be functional for the WPA to allow them to do that. And if you're saying that the sticking point is one word and that's ownership, then it seems like that's not a hard thing to to negotiate. Okay. Well, Mike, I, I hope it's not hard to negotiate, but, you know, don't, we are happy for the World Nine Ball Tour. We don't. We don't. And in the history of the WPA, we did not dictate to promoters 
anything that that would make them run away you know we've kept the promoters that's why we had the great relationship with them our history is that we've never lost promoters because really our previous president in some some people's opinion have given promoters too much of freedom so <laughs> the, the, the tour is is fine you know we we're not stopping that we're only talking about sanctioning the events uh, with with yeah. the world body so we we all under one <clears throat> one banner uh, as long as we're under one banner that makes it so much easier for everybody they were part of it for over 20 years they acknowledged it they got right. into the sport they were in other sports they came in they they from the very first world championship that i attended that matchroom had was in cardiff and 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 the guy it was like a ring announcer they brought the guy from boxing and he repeatedly said and sanctioned by the wpa you know to make that the legitimate world championship um so they know the value that's what makes it legitimate uh you, you mentioned you want to do that you mentioned you're not trying to stop it in uh, so we've heard from reliable sources whether it's the wpa or it's active federations that various cities hosting matchroom nine ball ranking tour events have been contacted in an attempt to convince them to not work with matchroom do you know or is there any uh, truth to that statement, Aishan, whether on your side or members with or members under the WPA with their federations. Yeah, no, no, I, I can I can answer that for me uh, uh, quite clearly. So, and just for clarity, uh, I'm not saying I, I try to say that we don't want to stop the nine ball tour. We want them to be sanctioned, but as long as they are not sanctioned. Yes. So what you've heard is is quite true. I personally am involved in contacting uh, national federations and, you know, where if, if uh, non-sanctioned events and we're trying to uh, get them to understand that it should be sanctioned. Uh, and places we've uh, they were not made aware, you know, so they they can't even understand that some of these Vietnam had a tournament. Uh, the, 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 the city put uh, a lot of money in the tournament. And, uh, you know, when they, the moment they hear the word sanctioning, they want to know, well, how much does it cost? Because usually that's what it is. It's like, well, how much more money must I go and find now for this tournament? And then when we talk to them and we tell them what, what we're looking for and what it to fall in, then they can't, you know, they can't believe that this is an issue either. So, yes, um, my, my job as president is to uh, anybody who is having non-sanctioned, i got to try to get them to just sanction it but but you realize the effect that that could have on players and their ability to earn money right like if those if that event were to go away let's say hypothetically then you you, you realize what 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 it could do to those players correct but uh, so remember we we not we don't want the events to go away we just want them to sanction with us it is matchroom that we've been told i've been told personally no, obviously nobody wants to put it in writing because they have contracts with matchroom like we have i can't discuss the contracts um so but they do say that they don't know why all this trouble but matchroom has told them they cannot sanction with the wpa so but, um but from my understanding hanoi was they, reaching out to the city of hanoi what was done in an attempt to try to get it cancelled whether through you or through the ACBS. Yeah, no, no. So, so it was, so if you recall that event was called the Asian open, right? It was not the Hanoi. They had to change right. the so, name. Yes. Uh, and that's just, 
showing um, that when people don't like this, uh, the word structure that we use, but the structure has a, 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 a meaning. <laughs> and, um, and we have uh, uh, that tournament that they then had to change the name because they knew they, you can't go and just create names. Uh, other people have authorities over it. So the WPA so the, the owns the name Asia for pool events? Yeah, so let me, uh, all right, it's all different it's, questions. Be careful with yes. the word ownership so, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's why I said, so it's it's not, it's not, uh, in, in the WPA obviously owns none of those things. In fact, right. the WPA has has the authority over the word world. That's generally right. the, the norm. All these equivalent federations, that's that's what they thrive on, the word world, because the world championship world. Is that through IOC it, affiliation? So, so again, yes, that, that's what makes it the legitimate one. When, when you have two bodies in the world, uh, let's say there's two gymnastics body, bodies or two tennis bodies or whatever, if there is two, a gov what, the only, only thing that we use the word for which is legitimate is where governments are involved and where funding gets involved. It doesn't mean the other one is, is not legitimate, but the, for the lack of a better word, Yes, um, the IOC, then if you want to check it out, you will log on to their website and see who's their members and then you'll find, all right, so that's the one and that's the one you'll know governments will then support at local levels, grassroots levels and all of that. So that's what legitimate means uh, for that purposes. And in terms of the names, a national championship should belong to the federation uh, of that sporting code. And when it comes to Asia pool, Asian pool, then the Asian Federation should be the one that uh, has the rights to that. And if you go to any country that uh, follows those rules, then they and and Vietnam is one of them. So they had to they had to re uh, relinquish that they name because yeah. they didn't get it from there. Yeah. <clears throat> so and and again, uh, it's we don't want to stop the tournaments. It's the last thing that we want to do. Obviously, if. I mean, we must be really stupid if we want to stop tournaments because that's going to be the end of us. We want the tournaments. We want them to work with us like people have worked for all this time. We can't just can't comprehend it. If anybody, the last time um, Mike said that we'd maybe get Emily on and discuss it. I said it's fine because at least maybe we might hear from them. I know they're a company and I know they have different uh, different objectives. But we can solve it if it's if it's solvable. We can, just not let's call it ownership or, or, or given the right. And as I said before, it's not because we don't want to. We can't. As a president of the federation, I cannot sign over any of the disciplines. We don't. I'm not authorized to do that. I'm not okay. mandated. So, we cannot do such things. <clears throat> Go ahead, Mike. I, well, no, I, I would like to. You know, we could we could spin our wheels on. Um, you know, ownership of a, of a discipline and, and reasons for that uh, all we want. What I'd like to transition to is, you know, you keep bringing up, we keep bringing up things like the ACBS, EPBU, uh, things like that. I'm really curious about the structure of the WPA in terms of, uh, it, it feels to me like the tail's wagging the dog because the WPA got together and voted on this, uh, you know, edict to players going forward about unsanctioned events, which starts theoretically March 1st. But the Asian Except of your Federation of Billiards 
Sports and the EPBF already have bans in place that they're enforcing now. So, you know, I, I, I don't really, you know, who, who controls, who tells who what the rules are? Uh, because it seems like, you know, the, the ACBS and the EPBU, you know, they're doing what they want no matter what the WPA says as, a, as an umbrella group. What am I missing? Um, yeah, <laughs> again, not, not easy for Americans to understand, but, um, Here we the... go again, anti-American bashing. More <laughs> <laughs> America bashing. We We're go. used to it. Come on. Yeah. Bring for, it. For, yeah, like for, for, for us, we, we wouldn't have asked <clears throat> that question by too many other people from outside, but yeah, so how it works basically is, uh, our members, they have their autonomies, you know, they, uh, so let's say the WPA didn't build them, they built themselves, right? Through starting off with national federations. And right. so if you take how they get created uh, uh, from the national federations, getting together, making up the continental body, they are governed by their, their members. So our member, the continental member, like the EPBF you use as an example, uh, they have, I think about 40 countries that, that they, that, would be their general assembly. They finalize, approve, rubbish stamp everything in their GA with those 40 countries. And um, and each country, they again, one step below, have their own uh, autonomy uh, because right. they, they they know what's best for their nationality, their people, and they build up a sport. So, so when it comes to uh, what's in the best interest of the sport, it is kind of at the national level uh, then the continental level and then the world level. That's where we come. We present, we bring everybody to the table and uh, we got, uh, we have uh, six continents. And so for something to be pushed, you need a minimum of four to vote in favor. So it doesn't mean everybody will be happy when often when decisions are made, uh, actually not everybody say it, it's like not what somebody wanted. Here's what I don't, here's what I don't if, get if, is, go ahead, Mike. No, if, so if the vote wasn't unanimous, but yet it's affecting all the players. So then why wouldn't all the federations have to follow those guidelines then? Well, they so, do now. <laughs> Starting in well, March. no, because, well, no, because ACBS and, you know, like the, the, the in, in Europe, they're still doing what they want to do when they want to do it. And I'd imagine that other federations could just as well say, we're not going to wait till March. We can start doing our own thing. Like he's saying right now, right. anytime we want soon right. before March. Right. So, so correct. So they don't make the decision for the world, though. They can only make it for their territory. Correct. So, uh, if if it's affecting them, you you must understand. Like uh, the ACBS that you brought up, uh, right now, a lot of events are going into their territories uh, without without them being involved at all, and governments are involved and cities are involved. So, uh, when it's affecting them they will take action for their, so they can, they can take, so take an action. They can take action on their players for their members and events in their territory. They, they can do that. The, the Europeans, EPBF, uh, they, they're in the, the war that's going on in, in Ukraine and Russia, they made decisions, but so in Europe, uh, Russian athletes have a problem to play pool, uh, but outside, outside in America or Africa, or, somewhere else they, they they would be able to play you know so yes just to i know that's why i said not so easy to understand but i think the no, simplest way let's, let's let me, each one has has the control over their players okay so let me put it this way could one of those federations then 
opt to not ban their players? No. A, a Continental Federation. Once once the WPA has determined something, all the Continental Federations have to follow that. Correct. So our data okay. is off. Uh, yeah, from from March. That so that okay. They, they can't choose to go against the global view. So let me. Ask, it, it this seems like it's mostly an EPBF ACBS issue because those are the continents that have the most government funding, the most national members, right? Uh, U.S. does not have that. U.S. has neither. Why did the WPA see fit to force these other continents to play the same hardball that Europe and, China and Asia are playing when they didn't want to? So that, that's, that's the difference that a world decision is made. They have to make the decision what's best for the whole world. So you can't separate one one region, you know. So um, it in in all voting scenarios, you know, five people come to vote on something, the majority would go, and then you got to walk out and support that decision because that's what's best for the whole world for the future. That's what these great leaders come and do: <clears throat> try and make a decision that's going to work for the whole world. You can't uh, when you take an action. If you do something, and in, in your case, if you say in America is not like that, they don't get funding, they don't get anything of that sort. Uh, so if you leave, if you say make a rule, uh, this is applicable to everyone except American athletes. <laughs> you're not going to get. Well, no, that you could have just said let's not let's not vote on this rule. Asia and Europe, if you feel like you need to do this, continue to do it. U.S., if you don't want to ban your players, you don't have to do it. There's already exceptions. Why don't you, yeah, I mean, why isn't why isn't Asia and Europe now having to wait until March first to ban players? I mean, it, everything seems to be going in the wrong direction as far as, like I said, the, the tail wagging the dog. I, I don't. I'm just not getting that. No, they, they're not. They don't make the world decisions. As I said, they made it for their territories. Uh, they're entitled to do that, and and that's what they've done. But we've made the decision for the world. You, you know, so that this decision which becomes effective then whether some of them fall part of it or not come after March, any player, any player from anywhere in the world, the, 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 the rule will be same for, for everybody. It doesn't matter where they come from. Uh, those that started it earlier, um, that, remember when, when we made these decisions, I, I did kind of tell you we're going to go in and it's, it's going to, you know, that's what's going to be put onto the table. Uh, but that was just about getting a decision made to take such action. Implementation date, that took even even more hours to figure out when would be ideal. You know, how many players have bought playing sure. tickets? How many players have... So a lot of thought went into getting that date uh, uh, that was sufficient. Uh, people brought up topics like players' mental health. Uh, you know, let, they must not be rushed <laughs> into something. That ship has um, long sailed, but yeah. uh, <laughs> we have a hard time selling yeah. players' mental health to us right now. Yeah. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, well, how did you come up with March? Yeah, what, was well, the, what were the reasons? The the, the, the timeline the timeline was uh, was brought up looking at when when it was going to release and go around the world. So, what happens? Even though we have a let's say a good enough network, the WP sends everything to its six continental members. The continental member will send it out to their 20, 30, 40 countries, easy and BC, BCA, but others have more, more communication to go through. So we, we looked at by the time it reaches ground level uh, so that everybody is, is aware. Uh, 
and we took into consideration the events on the calendar and people, uh, some players had given input on, on some of the, their, uh, let's say, uh, uh, trips and coordinating the things. So we, there was nothing further on the calendar after the um, uh, World Championship that was going to be, uh, which was in, uh, starting in February and that people would have already made arrangements for. And, uh, and that's how we kind of came up with the date. We said that's a safe enough date, enough time for everyone to see. Also in the WPA, what, had, what was exposed in the General Assembly, that a lot of our rules and regulations that we follow are really outdated. Things have changed and some of them need to be revised. So uh, that, that was actually brought up at the previous General Assembly and, uh, and it's, been, uh, it's been worked on. So from rules, we've got a reference committee. There's, there's lots of things happening right now, fixing little mechanical things just to make us work more efficiently, cleaning up the, the house, so, so to say. Is, is the support for players within their federations consistent throughout that federation? Like, is it, is it equal for players? No, to my knowledge, not. If we use Asia as an example, or Europe, uh, right. some countries, their players get far more benefits yeah. in, in, from their country than others. Uh, right to countries not getting any benefits. That's what but, it seems like to me. That's why it seems to us that that everyone's being strong armed by these associations and feder by these federations that get the most government funding, right? And you know, I'm not going to make any accusations of you know people worrying about their paychecks, but you know, it seems like that's who's running these decisions they, because they're the ones who feel like they have the most at stake. And it's affecting all these other players from other countries where they don't get that kind of support. And I, I'm just really struggling with how there's fairness in that. Yeah. How do you advocate for those players? So, so I think I think because you focus in on on the wide variety we have, it is the problem we sit as the WPA, not just us, but almost every sporting code goes. Oh, I get it. Things. I get it. But so it just seems if like you the strong are running the ship. You know, the point you're missing is, it's not about who's getting money and who's not. What we strong arm in anybody in, if, if that's the word you want to use, is trying to get Matchroom to sanction their event. We wouldn't be talking about no. this complex. Yeah, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't world. be. But 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 I think strong arm is 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 a really appropriate. It's, it's word. kind of when I see the letters come out from the Asian Confederation of Billiard Sports, which is less than a year old as the as the Continental Federation for the WPA, and is sending out notices that are just brutal in banning players left and right there were a hundred they sent out something uh about after hanoi saying everybody every asian player who played in hanoi is banned right now there was 123 players on that list that are now persona non grata with the, with with the asian confederation of player sports and this is this is a, a group that before last october never had anything to do with pool. It's a snooker group. And so, you guys are empowering you know, so, so, so for me to use the word strong arm, I don't think is really going out on a limb. Um, <clears throat> so look, their decisions, and uh, we were, we're well aware of, of the ACBS and, and as an organization, how they came about. But on the other hand, as I've just said, Asia is where the sport, the billiard sport or pool sport is really getting better. 
there's a lot of yeah, events going to be announced in there. So. No, go uh, ahead, Aishan. Oh, all right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So we we um, we've got we've got I think um, some of announcements coming up on our own uh, uh, from the ACBS. Uh, some of the countries are putting up events. Uh, so uh, I think in another well, let's let's assume even this this few months that's left until February, maybe we might just realize that we finally got our best member in Asia, our previous member. Uh, hardly took an event into Asia, and uh, our new member is is working on lots of events. It's, it's hard to it's it's hard to describe them as your best as your best uh, best reference there in Asia. Just considering the things they're doing, like that's a poorly chosen word well, there. It, I it, it sounds like now that they want to compete with <clears throat> matchroom ranking events by going out of their way to stage all these events that they're going to force players to go to. And make a choice between those and Antrim events. I, I, I don't see how that's how that's solving any problems. But to me, it's only deepening the the divide. It's it's not uh, to me, Mike. The, your focus is just on. Uh, I mean, we for me, I, I really think for anybody, we should be questioning what we're going to do to get Matchroom to sanction. Yeah, but that's that's a conversation we have to have with Matchroom. We we can we can talk about it till we're blue in the face, you know. But but until we sit down and have Emily or Barry Hearn or someone like that in front of us, and we ask the same questions too. We're all just speculating, and and obviously we all wish that they would come to the table and we can get things sorted out. But for right now, they're not. So I'd prefer to talk about what's in place now and what's happening with players now and events That's, now, and and we'll 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 approach you know Matchroom later because it's it's you know we're, we're just all let's, let's talk world world nine ball championship. <clears throat> Still an event you guys sanction with Matchroom, how does how does this ban uh, affect that relationship going forward and that event in particular? So as mentioned previously, part of the, let's say part of the, the, the rules or the contract, uh, terms of the contract, um, players that are not in good standing uh, cannot, cannot play in the event. Uh, even and, under a promoter's wild card or a promoter's exemption? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. You know, let's, doesn't matter. Okay. let's use an just, example. Just that it, okay. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't matter. So if, if a player, uh, just to uh, use uh, drug offense for now, if, if a player is suspended because of a drug offense, as an example. Or let's just say because it doesn't matter if the promoter wants that, that part. Yeah, okay. That, so, that, that's the rules of the game. So, so if you're not in good standing with your federations, uh, then obviously you can't go and play in the world championship. And uh, that that is a clause that exists uh, uh, over there. I, I think we've spoken about that before. So, right. the world championships that's coming up, uh, yes, it's sanctioned by Matchroom. We we're not happy. Um, the contract, you know, it was signed in 2019. In in 2020, I think we didn't have an event, but 21. WPA received 64 spots uh, for the championship and Matchroom had 64. The, the year thereafter, um, Matchroom, uh, WPA had even got a few more than 64 uh, spots. And this year, we, we got one. And the reason we got one, because the contract states that Matchroom has the right to do that. You so, got one spot? For this year, yes. 
Matchroom chose the rest of the players. So, and that's because the contract states that. The contract states that Matchroom has the right to choose, uh, you know, the final right. But what I'm saying is when it was signed, you know, th there is a sense of, uh, let's say, agreement or gentleman agreement that, that how the, the basis of an event is. And that's how it was run. There was no problem for those years, uh, except for this year where, we, you know, we had all those challenges for things that were put into the contract that got enforced. As I also told you, in the same contract, it states kind of that they have the right to World Nine Ball and attempted to stop our juniors and women's events. So so they were enforcing things that were in that contract that uh, we got shopped that was signed, you know, by the previous leadership. So, but we are where we are. And, uh, well, from, and the World from Championship. What, from what I understand, it's, it's one for the WPA, 100 off of rankings, and 27 go to the federations. That's how the, how it breaks down. Your federations. No, we, we for Poland we received one spot. We'll have to we'll have to get some clarification on it. Yeah, and and as I said, it it was not for a world championship, and for most people, as we just spoke about these countries that that get funding. Uh, they get funding to go play in the world championship, you know, the world nine world championship. That's that's where they get their support for. So, if they don't have any uh, allocations or means to get into it, uh, Matchroom is using players of the Matchroom ranking, um, you know, for the world championship, and that would be okay. It is. It, it was agreed. I think they're supposed to have sixty-four spots. Um, that's how it's supposed to have been. That was uh, so that they could build and grow that that side of their tour. And we would have had enough spots to give our members so they all could survive around the world. If we don't give our, our members spots, then then they can't survive. But um, yeah, when Matchroom enforced uh, that rule, that that, that but, was a problem. But looking forward, but, but, go ahead, Mike. No, I was gonna ask, so what's, what's the plan for the WPA moving forward as far as the calendar, assuming everything stays the course? Um, what's the plan to grow the calendar from your standpoint um, in y'all's events in 24? Um, we, it's actually looking quite good. We, I'm personally working on three contracts right now that um, uh, for, for three events. I'm sure as, as the time go, uh, goes by, there's, there, there's a lot more interest. But, uh, uh, well, th those would be for the, for the 9 and 10 ball uh, game. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing that I'm currently working on is on the hayball aside for for hayball outside of China. Everybody knows it's unreal in China; doesn't help us much outside China. But they uh, to get the game really going, uh, one company is launching a massive campaign, uh, huge, huge figures to to roll out the game around the world. So I hope they don't uh, own hayball. Sorry. I hope they don't own hayball. <laughs> with, with, yeah, with that with that kind of money, then maybe they can. <laughs> well, that that's why I said. Fortunately, they they don't. It's a WP. Okay. All the WP disciplines are there. It's quite straightforward. But investors are welcome, and we want people to come. Like I keep reminding and saying all the time, uh, the good part is what is good. Uh, you should know is they're gonna they sanctioning with us. You know, they sanction the tournaments. They know what what they should be doing. And at least that's a good part for us. Even the ones that we in talks with, people have approached us events. Uh, so at least uh, I think on the calendar. Um, and uh, it's actually a good good time for the WPA, uh, you know, to to put all their events um, 
uh, as the contracts get signed up, we, we generally put the dates on the calendar. We had a really good year, uh, you know, for 23, for all the events that took place, uh, lots of money for, the, for all the players, uh, increased from previous years. And I think uh, next year looks even brighter from the parts that I'm dealing with. Well, I mean, there wasn't no China Open and Qatar Open previously, so you could only go up from there. Um, I'm, I'm curious about that calendar, though, because I've been hearing, you know, some of these events that you have on your calendar are going to be, you know, going the other way as well. So, um, you know, as you have more more information on that, we'd love to hear it for the, you know, just for the players to be able to figure out what what they're signing up for one way or the other and basing their decision on. Um, <clears throat> what What's the criteria for being a banned tournament? So that way we know here in the U.S. what tournaments is it going to affect or could possibly affect uh, if players are playing in it. Yeah. So we have we have our guidelines uh, that that uh, show us what is an international, what is a tournament that should be sanctioning, should be sanctioned, and basically these are the international events. Um, our, our guidelines show that you know one eighth of the field or more than eight players international. That uh, as we would or, know, if there was a or more than twenty five thousand dollars added, right? Twenty five thousand, yeah. So one price fund one, or added? Added. 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 So, so it's either it's either eight eight international players, or, or an eighth or of the field, or or an eighth of the field, or twenty five thousand and one dollars added. So, so um, do do you realize the amount of tournaments that's going to affect here in the U.S.? Well, that's that's what I'm curious of how that, so, if that's one of the things they're addressing. Yeah. So so before you get it wrong, let, that's what I just to help explain it a little. Uh, that again that's been there forever on our, on our rules nothing new that was made for just for this problem that we have in but it is it is the guidelines and and we really we're really going to look at international events uh that affect us you know so so the, the events that need to be sanctioned um uh currently uh, what we face in with the events that's taken place we, we've had lots of people get worried and contacted us from all parts of the world. Because uh, a lot of people actually do twenty, thirty thousand dollar tournaments uh, around, and um, and we had to start pacifying them to say, you know, it's um, it's not 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 the events that uh, that are going on like that. That's not affecting us internationally. It's the ones that's affecting us where where the bulk of our players are being played in. And currently, uh, the majority of those events are matchroom events. So, so is that it just so then it, it just it leaves a lot to be speculated you know a, a, a lot of assumptions still there so is it mainly just you guys having issues with matchroom events that fit in that criteria or are we going to have issues with events like the texas open events like you know derby city events like that? the women's yeah. events yeah, the, the, like I said, the, those events that you know in America, and there's a, there's there's literally hundreds of them around the world. Uh, that we've never interfered with them because they never affected what we what our purpose is for having these events sanctioned. So it's the ones that causes a problem uh, that has brought us to this. That's stage. arbitrary, so, though. It, it's just it, cl clarity is best for for something like that, you know. So that well, way, let, let me let me give you a scenario. One of the things <laughs> that makes 
uh, you know, events in the U.S. so uh, enticing to Asian and European players is that when there's a big pro event, which in the U.S. right now has been mostly matchroom events, um, the the U.S. Open, events like that, promoters put big events on the front and back side of them a couple months before or a couple weeks before, a couple weeks afterwards. And now it's it's economically more feasible for an, a foreign player, a, a, a European or an Asian player to come over here and play because they can stick around for five weeks and play in a multiple, multiple tournaments and have a better chance to come out ahead as opposed to flying across the world for six days of a one-off and then having to fly home where either they win or they lose. So are you saying that all of these events that have more than eight international players come to them, even those smaller events before and after a large event would be sanctionable? Yeah. So like I said, we, we, we look at which ones need, need to be sanctioned. Uh, and that's why I just said events have been going on uh, with that criteria existing on it. We use it as a guideline. It's aimed at exactly what it has to achieve. And what it needs to achieve is preventing or making everybody fall under the the one structure that we have, you know, so uh, if the event is a problem for us, then yes, we will. And if it qualifies for that sanctioning, then we will, we will inform the players that that now also requires or it should be sanctioned and it's not being sanctioned. So, so basically, the WPBA, they'll find out. The WPBA women's events in the U.S., is, are, do they need to be sanctioned going forward? So... Yes, so there'll be a few things attached to it. The WPBA, uh, the, the Women's Association, uh, to my knowledge, the when BCA gets their allocations for women's uh, spots, uh, it comes through that structure. So, so uh, I was told that they they part of the uh, they provide the women's arm of the BCA. Uh, that's that's how the allocations come in, you know, for the World Championships and things. That's where BCA gets the women players from. So just coming back to sanctioning, when some national federations uh, have events, uh, if they're part of the, let's call it the hierarchy, part of the WPA, then naturally sanctioning does not apply to them. And, uh, and, and if it is needed for the women's events, then um, it's an event that's again been going on, didn't affect anything. So I don't see need in it. Uh, I'm not sure what has changed. Uh, I, I must admit, I'm not too clued up with that, uh, with their events. I, I just know it, that they come through the BCA. It sounds like you got a lot on your plate to figure out and govern. A lot of things that are under your umbrella that need to get figured out and sorted. And maybe your time can be better served in those areas versus calling cities that Matchroom is hosting events in and try to figure out more positive solutions or opportunities to spend your time. Because this is there's a lot of whether it's the band date and this federation can do their thing, that federation can do their thing, but yet they're all under us or that tournament right now may not qualify, but it may if we see that it does, but we're not sure yet. It, it, it leaves a lot of opportunities for players to maybe get in trouble if they're trying to play by y'all's rules. And that's not fair to them either. You know, it's it. I think it's uh, the parts that maybe you're missing is it's like you're learning about it now that you've just opened yourself up to these kind of things, but they've been existing there for, for close under 30 years. 
I don't. And, I, I don't care how long they've been around, though. I shan't. That doesn't matter yeah, to but me you, because you, you're, on, you're only waking up to it now and giving that opinion or impression of it. But that's not the fact. These things existed all along. The problem that we are facing is we have one major promoter, one major promoter that's that's making us question all these things that we're doing. So yes, we you know we have to fix things. And my job as the president of the WPA is exactly just that, is to protect our sport. So we've, we put it under that category. Hold on. And let, let, you're not going to sell me on this idea that you're protecting the sport, Aishan, when you have more events than ever before and you're trying to deliber- deliberately do things to try to sabotage events. That's not growing the sport. That's not protecting the players. You can say that politician line for somebody else because that, 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 that's not going to work with me. I don't care how so long that's, that's a, been into effect. That, uh, so, but that's not a politician line. It is. There's two parties in it, and you seem to pick on one. But it's fine. You know, that's why. No, I said no, no. It's not because I've, 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 asked, I've asked you. I've, I've listen. I've kept my mouth shut this entire time, and I can. And I told you from the beginning. Listen, we were going to give you as much of a platform to say whatever it is you want to say, and and me keep my opinions for an, another time. But something like that, it's so egregious and obvious that I can't. I can't for the life of me just let you say that and and it be gospel around here, Aishan, because that's not the case. You so, tell me how actions that you're taking are for the better of the sport. Those specific actions, because if you're going to say I want to protect the sport, I want to grow the sport, then let that be throughout your actions, not cherry pick on on you know. In this case, it may look good. In this case, it may not look good. It, it, it th- those actions that you're taking, like just that one example is not for the growing of the sport. And I'm and I'm not saying it because I like Matchroom or I don't like Matchroom or I like the WPA or don't care for the WPA. That's just common sense. The the, the events are, are growing so fast right now and there's so many compared to the years before and that's not going out of your way to grow it. Ever. That's never going to be accepted as I'm growing it. Sorry. So, so it's not about the growth of it. The, the point that we're trying to bring across we need Matchroom and other promoters. They're one of them, the biggest one that we have in the problem with right now, to sanction their events with us. So in order to do that, obviously your show is not going to bring them here. You, you told me you you know probably get them here, but anyway. Hey, listen, I'll work <laughs> on that, buddy. Don't, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think you want to call my efforts because I'll, I'll make some phone calls after today. Yeah, I, yeah. I jokingly but, before, but if you're open to it, I will do whatever I can to make that happen. I guarantee you. And I'll just be sitting here. I'll keep myself on mute the whole time, matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you could make history and fix it. Look, uh, it's we, we have to. We all try, to we, we're all trying to do our goal right now. The biggest trouble we're facing, you're right. My time should be used for a whole lot of other things, going and signing more and more contracts. That's true. But it's getting it is getting tied up because we have members our our system will fall apart if people could come and do tournaments and not have it sanctioned matchroom just one but tomorrow there could there could be a, a, a dozen more that does it you're going to be happy you can say well now we got a whole lot more tournaments that is that is where the whole sport will fall apart so it's it's, the, it's not just it's not just us it is every sporting code where we learn from and how we look at more successful codes. So having a, the world body, it exists in every sporting code, is what we protect in. So those who who wants to do it without the I world get that. body, I understand it, what so you're saying. In order, okay. So by all I'm saying is, how do I bring them to the table? I gotta keep 
I got to keep trying to tell them, please sanction the event with us. Why are you not sanctioned? So I go to the, they don't want to talk to us anymore, as you know. Uh, so we have to go whenever well, we hear well, an event. We've heard otherwise, but I'm not going to go back and forth on that. If they're, listen, the bottom line is from your standpoint, are you open to going back to the table and discussing things with Matchroom to try to figure out some kind of resolution? If they send an email tomorrow, are they getting a response back within a week? Oh, they, they'll get it back in a day if it is for the sanction of falling under our system, sanctioning, no money needed, whatever that makes it work. We're ready to talk. We so don't want the, to do okay, what so we're doing. So you're saying the, the, the money isn't the issue. If they said we'll do it, we'll no. sanction your events without without paying a sanctioning fee, that's not a sticking point from the WPA. That, that, that isn't because, as I'm saying, I'm giving you inside info from the board. Metrum is a good client of ours already, so we don't need to make more money. We, the WPA only needs limited funds for what it needs to do, and we are doing really well with that. So these events, to solve the problems of the players and to solve these, these decisions they have to make and stop fighting with countries and, wow, what an end it'll come. All they have to do is, is sanction the events. I, I think the How Asian will still do what they want to do, but that's okay. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. That, that's, that is where the WPA does come in. So the ACBS is doing things in line of our rules and regulations. They're not doing okay. something contrary to that. Right. So, and like I said, we, we do have just sufficient... A little, they're, they're just a little early to the party. That's all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, not, not they, yeah, they, they've doing from what I've been told, they're doing what they have to do because they've been affected more than others. The members in Africa and South America are less affected at this stage. What, so, um, how, how does this affect junior players, Aishan? Uh, I don't understand. What do you mean, junior players? So, how does it affect? If so, if junior players are playing in non-sanctioned events, are they still under that same guideline? So they're not going to get spots oh. in world in junior world championships and things like that. Oh yes, yes. There, there, there's no let's call it no discrimination in the rule. Uh, oh, we, we 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 appreciate that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, th th yeah. thanks for include thanks for including the kids in there too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we, we got to teach them when they're young, I guess. Uh, so ho hopefully they 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 would. Hopefully oh, they don't need the money. <clears throat> but the the pro players are really the let's say <clears throat> that is what where the focus was. Um, I, I'm maybe in America, a lot of junior players play in the in the pro events. In other parts of the world, not not so many. You know, so. Oh, Rico Rampanen's played in a lot of the. Uh, you know, he just played in the Junior World Championships. Played in a lot of matchroom events. Uh, Yannick Prongers, you know, there's there's a lot of big junior players who spent you know a fair amount of time playing in pro events in the past year. Or so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. You mentioned um, if everything stays the course, um, players are paying a five hundred dollar fine to come back and get back. I guess in the good graces. Where where does that money, where where does that money go towards, Aishan? What's the purpose of it? It, it goes to the national federation. Um, I think that was. To get back in. Sorry, Mike. No, it seems like it's kind of a, a you know a fine to get back into the national federation. I, right. That, that, I mean, yeah. The, the thought process for that, obviously, again, it was to to in, um, uh, the whole drive is obviously for players to put the pressure on on matchroom to 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 sanction whether it's the players, whether it's the countries or the 
governments or whomever is involved in, in this, we're trying to get them to, to tell Matchroom, you know, to sanction the event. Uh, this is all that we, that we need. And, um, and for the players uh, to make light decisions, uh, you know, some players will make a decision because of convenience. The tournament is nearby. They played they play that event, but they're not going to travel half around the world to play in the next one. So there are, let's say, lots of different types of players. So to try and find one decision that was going to help us uh, well, achieve our goals was to get players to, to get players to force Matchroom's hand. Um, I don't think that's working because, you know, the one thing I noticed after the announcement came out on October 7th, is that the only players who were vocal were the players who were saying, no question, I'm sticking with Matchroom. And no offense, but I didn't see a single player come out and publicly say, I'm going WPA all the way, and we're going to try to get Matchroom to change their mind. So, you know, if you, if you pull the players, it seems pretty apparent that the ones who, you know, are – can make their own decisions are, are choosing match rooms and the ones who, you know, I've referred to it before as having a gun to your head, like the Polish players or some of the Asian players or the German players, they're, they're, they're going to play in WP events. They, they played in Slovenia, wherever, uh, but they're not doing it with big smiles on their face. Doesn't that give you some indication that maybe the players, you know, aren't big WPA fans? Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that for a fact what you've said. Uh, I do I can, know. I can I do send know. you all the posts. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Look. Look. Yeah. From so when we talk about a numbers game, the decisions that WPA make has, has to affect the whole world. You know, like I said, it can't be decided to to suit twenty people, for example, or thirty people. It's really hard to make a decision. Uh, that's what we had to do. So. So in terms of numbers, um, no, that right now we believe and all the events that's going to take place, that there's going to be uh, enough of players playing WPA events. You know, it's not going to be short of players. Uh, what's happened in the world, as you know, in pool, we, we have about 20 or 30 really big name players, you know, who's really made it. They're the, they're the feature. And, and uh, some of them have been vocal, as you said. Uh, only a handful of them have been very vocal. But yes, they've they've pledged their support. And and you know the the ones that have been more vocal, let's say uh, Moscone Cup players, they have more to gain with Matchroom. If if I was there, I'd probably make the same decision because players have to look after their, you know, their, it's their earning, it's the food on the table for them. So I, I you know I totally understand that each player is going to have to make his own decision that's going to suit what's going to be best for him. And at this stage, I, you know, we, I'm, I'm never be upset with any player making whatever decision he is going to make. I do have a problem when players come out to, to badmouth uh, the WPA or, or, or the negativity that goes around because on the other hand, they, they, there is a fair amount of money that's still going on. We may not be as great as Matchroom in their eyes, for them, but as the year that just passed, uh, the, the the year that's ahead, uh, there's enough of tournaments with lots of money for where people are playing and winning. So, I just don't think it's necessary to get. Uh, you uh, that's know, that's fine. Down. I get that. I'm just saying that a lot of the participants who are in WPA events going forward are unwilling participants um, who are going because their federations are forcing them to go. Otherwise, they lose any kind of funding they get, and I, and I, I think they're in a tough spot, and I and I feel for them. Uh, but 
you know, I don't think that they're, you know, delighted to be playing in, in WPA events. And, and it's, I think it's not fair to say that the, that the few are, are Moscone Cup players because we just showed a list of 123 players who played in the Hanoi Open knowing that they were going to get banned by the ACBS. And none of the Asians play in the Moscone Cup. So, you know, I, I think that you're kind of underestimating uh, the power of what the players are saying. No, no, no. Yeah, look, well, fortunately, or rather I'd say unfortunately, you know, they, they, they're not talking to us, the players in straight out for that, the way the, it's social media that they put in the things. But we do have players that have re reached out to us and, uh, you know, try to question and find if there's a way. Many people, uh, some of the um, higher ranking people at, at, at Matchroom have been uh, fairly open with a lot of players. You know, they talk. They, 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 let's say they, um, uh, they have access to them. So uh, just in Qatar, we had a gentleman approach us to tell us, hey, look, this, this is ridiculous, but I, I know the people at Matchroom. I've got, I'm, I'm in with them. Can I arrange a meeting? And obviously it was in the, in, the, in, the, in the dining area, but I told him, please go ahead. And when he left, I said, you know, it's great that, you know, people have this thing and they think we shouldn't be having this problem. We can fix this. But we are where we are. And the WPA, everybody is talking about the actions we are taking, and then they're knocking us for the actions we are taking, all because we started off doing this because Matchroom chose after all these years, after over 20 years of a relationship, built with the WPA and then choose not to. And we're trying to get people to focus on that. Rather focus yeah. on that, we wouldn't get to this part we're talking about. You know, it's fix the source. The problem at the source would would be so much easier because the rest is complicated and complex so but we having to get into those things because all we just not get in matchroom uh you know to work with us right. uh, okay. which they so, did all along and it's only this year 2023 uh, as we said there's all the jokes rumors running around that maybe it was aimed at me uh, i'm the difference so maybe maybe matchroom says yeah if you get lost uh, you know bring the old president back or something Trust me for the no, 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 We're not, we're not that desperate yet. We're not that yeah, desperate no, yet. Not, yeah, you're not yeah. going to get a lot of Ian yeah. Anderson support on this show. Yeah. Uh, so, well, we're an hour and twenty in. Um, Tell us. Go ahead, Mike. No, uh, so I was gonna. I want to just follow up on on the players coming back for a minute. Um, you mentioned them having to sit out six months. Uh, a part of that press release. What's give, give me the end goal for? having them be in timeout for six months um, if they want to come back into the WPA? Um, that, again, the, the thought process behind that was because it's an important decision that we want to drive, we, we, want, we want to work with Matchroom. That's what we want to do. Uh, so we need the players to make a, a, a decision, you know, so a, a, they must think about it and therefore in, in let's put it the other ways around. If we if we had put it at a year or two years, that was basically telling the player get lost. We don't want you. Don't care about you. If we put it at one month and or two months based on calendars the way they are and the way tournaments are, uh, players and as you know, pool players are smart as well. They, they could they could actually manage a two month scenario should they want to try two events and 
and come back. Anyway, so you want just, just long enough to scare them, but not, but you know, but not long basically. enough where they where they can manipulate the system. <laughs> and, and and correct, you're right, you're right. It it was that was a thought process. That's yeah. how decisions are made. So because we don't want to lose the players, and you know, I'm still hoping we don't get to that first March scenario where where those things are going to start coming in. You know, I'm not sure which will be the first non-sanctioned event thereafter, but I'm hoping we could get things solved before that. You know, I'm, I'm which is open. our goal too. This is what look. I I love the back and forth. I love seeing your face. I love talking with you. You got a beautiful sounding voice. You know, but <laughs> we want we want we want resolution. We want progress. And even though look, I may have my thoughts on whether or not the WPA accomplishes anything, even if you guys are a part of Matchroom or not. I don't at this point. I don't care. I just want to get this resolved. I just want to figure out a way to get you guys together to get something at least progress where the players can go play effing pool go play pool and go live out their dreams that's it that's all we want so how does that happen at at, at this point in time it, it happens with with us you know it, like when when uh, mike Molina said that um he heard that matchroom reached out to us recently and we didn't reply or something Twice, including, in, including Barry Hearn, is what I heard. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, look, I am the president of the association, and and I can tell you, I have received an email from Emily. That nothing to do quite far far from what we talk about, you know. Yeah, no, that's certainly not uh, not correct. Uh, I've got okay. no um, no no communication from you know from them. But I wish that is the true, you know. I hope, as you said, you want to help. Maybe you can follow up and, you know, if that is correct, um, maybe if, I don't know, my emails are not working. I, I am from Africa, <laughs> I'll find an we'll excuse. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send your contract. If, maybe we'll, it's just the misspelling. Who knows? We'll send a geek squad to your house. Yeah. Um, I know your internet's a little out. spotty, but we can, we, can, <laughs> we, can figure out, we can figure out a way. I guarantee so. you that. No, yeah, but, uh, really. If 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 that if that was uh, look, I don't believe it at all because I know we wouldn't be here if that was there. I'd have been, I'm, I'd get onto the next flight there to go and speak to whomever's in charge and put the pen on the dotted line and leave. I, I I'm fortunate in the WPA that I would have the authority as a president for these kind of things, and nobody on the board's going to question it because everybody. I can assure you, every single one of us, from board members to GA, don't want this problem. We yeah nobody wants it so if it can be resolved um it it would okay do you do you think that board's going to be happy you came back on a second time <laughs> um technically third time but uh... oh third time that's right that's right i keep on forgetting because that first time was before you became glut president glutton for punishment yeah, <laughs> yeah look, look, maybe maybe it was orchestrated, you know, maybe this helped me to get to win all those votes and become the president. So there you go. Uh, it's a good thing you went in that order because, you know, since, since the first time it may not have gone over the best. But look, all all jokes aside, um, we're we're all we want is for you guys to figure it out, really. And if it's, you know, I, we I invited you on com completely uh, thinking that. You weren't gonna come on. This is my little Aishan Singh over here. She she's the one. She's the one who who, uh, who shakes me down. Oh, this is down. the part where Molina goes pulling at the heartstrings, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. This is this is the part where we start playing the heartstring coat. You know, playing that game. 
she we, we we all want you guys to figure out a resolution. We love the game, and I'd like to believe that all of you guys, you, the board, those federations, fundamentally love the game and love the players as well. So um, despite, you know, whether it's interest or otherwise, you know, so um, we'll see what we can do on our end. And, um, yeah, Mike, you got anything else before we uh, close up shop here? No, no, I'm tapped out. I'm just I've been thinking a lot about this world championship thing, and I don't want to get back in that discussion, but I guess my hope is that Matchroom runs the sanctioned world championship before March 1st, and we can get everybody in under the wire for 2024. Let's hope. I mean, the most positive part for me on the show is to hear that there was a potential, I mean, you know, two attempts to reach out to us, and especially if they included Barry Hearn, well, I'm I'm gonna go back to make sure I miss nothing, you know. So let's hope <laughs> yeah. let's hope that part is Don't true. worry, we're gonna push we're gonna push a follow up email right after the show's over. Yeah, nope. yeah. Uh, like uh, I I know you guys don't on I was gonna say you don't play rugby, but uh, you'll do USA does play rugby, but the the rugby World Cup final is uh, is on Saturday. So okay. I, I'm not gonna be too far from the UK. Uh, so I'm you know, if there's any anybody says that there's a potential meeting with the matchroom to resolve this, I I'll be there within two hours. <laughs> Sounds good. I, we appreciate your time. I got you got my respect for coming on, Ishan, truly, because I know it's not the easiest uh, you know door to walk in through, and uh, but you've been you've been a, a a good sport about it. So I and from from me to you, I appreciate that. So. Um, Listen, we appreciate all you guys for tuning in. It's going to be a busy morning, a busy day. Uh, SVB's on deck probably here pretty soon. I don't know if he's still playing Sky. We got Tyler Steyer coming on, Josh Filler on Friday, and I guarantee you we're going to be knocking on that matchroom door uh, pretty soon as well to see if we can get them <laughs> together. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, we'll see you guys soon, 